Welcome to the Money Love Podcast. I'm your host and money coach, Paige Pritchard. If you're ready to uplevel your results in relationship with money, you're in the right place. Each week, I give you the tools to transform your mindset, manage your emotions, and achieve results with your money you never dreamed were possible. Hi, love. Welcome to episode 23 of the Money Love Podcast. Like I say and start every episode every week, I am so happy that you are here, whether you are listening you know, live, not live, but you know, when the episode drops this week, or if you were coming back to this episode later on in the future. And I'm just going to go ahead and put my chips on this one and say that I think that this episode will probably be one of my most listened to episodes because in today's episode, I am going to be giving you my thoughts and opinion behind the question of are you financially behind? It's a question that I get from you guys pretty much on a daily basis, but really what prompted me to do an entire podcast episode answering this question was a post that I saw in a Facebook group that I'm a part of. So I'm a part of several Facebook groups, and I don't really participate actively in any of them. I'm really just in there as a fly on the wall. I like to see what questions are being asked, and I'll take some time and go through the comments and just see and read people's feedback. I'm a part of several money Facebook groups, so again, it really just kind of helps me to see what questions are being asked. And there's a Facebook group that I'm a part of that is made up mostly of millennial-aged women, so women in their 20s and 30s, and again, it's just a group that I'm kind of in there, a fly on the wall, just kind of seeing what questions are being asked. And this past week, there was a question that was asked in the Facebook group that caused a lot of uproar within the group, which I found so interesting, but the question was asked very innocently. I kind of felt bad for the girl who was asking it because I know that she was just genuinely curious in asking. She didn't have any malicious intent in asking the question, but she went into the Facebook group and her question was, hey, can you tell me how old you are and then how much you have saved for retirement? But then she also shared her own stats. She said, I'm 25 years old and this is how much I have saved. I'm just genuinely curious to know if I'm behind or ahead or where I kind of stack up against other people around my age and what we have saved for retirement. So there were hundreds of responses to this question. And I went through, I didn't read all of them, but read enough to kind of get the gist. And I would say that half of the comments were people answering the question. So they were saying, this is how old I am. This is how much I have saved for retirement. But then the other half of the comments, I would say, were Other women chiming in saying like, wow, reading all these comments is making me feel so terrible about myself. It's making me feel so behind. It's making me feel awful. And again, it was just really kind of eye-opening to see those types of responses to that question. So again, I wanted to dedicate, after seeing that, I was like, I need to make a podcast episode about this because I saw it in the Facebook group and you guys are coming to me probably honestly on a weekly, if not daily basis giving me all of your numbers, all of your stats, and then asking me this same question to say like, hey, do you think I'm ahead or do you think I'm behind based off how old I am? So that is what we're going to be talking about today, and I am so excited to break this down with you. So I want to just start with saying that it's totally normal and natural for us to be curious, to 
always be looking to others around us within our circle and comparing the sizes of our resource pool. Remember, comparison is really at the core of it, something that our brain does as a survival mechanism because we have a pack mentality. We do not want to be the outlier. We don't want to be the odd man out. We don't want to be the one that's left behind and isolated. Because again, in a very primitive sense, I've talked about this before, but isolation means death, right? If you think about a pack of animals, the slowest animal in the pack is always the one that gets chased down and eaten. So your survival lizard caveman brain, which is very much still alive in 2020, is always looking at your resources and comparing it to the level of resources that others have. It's what your brain is wired to do. So just know that your brain is wired to always kind of be focused on this question, especially when it comes to money. And so if we just let our brains run on autopilot, your brain will be going to this question or this thought a lot, right? Like, oh my gosh, am I behind? Or, oh, I am behind. And instead of letting your brain default to this place, we have to intentionally direct it to focus on something more useful. Because I'll show you in a second why this is just a terrible, terrible thought. And yes, it is just a thought, even if it seems very true and factual to you. But there's a very big difference between curiosity and comparison, right? Like, I love curiosity. Curiosity is one of my favorite emotions, and curiosity can be incredibly helpful to learn new things and to grow and to evolve yourself. But when you're disguising curiosity really as comparison, that's when we start to have a problem, right? I think back to the girl that asked that question in the Facebook page, and I think she genuinely was curious, but ultimately for the end result of comparing where she was to where other people are. And that's just something that we can't do because it's not helpful, it's not useful, and it doesn't propel us forward. And as women, we are constantly comparing ourselves to other people and other women. And by doing so, we are convincing ourselves that we are, quote unquote, behind. We are behind in completing our education We're behind in getting married. We're behind in having kids and starting a family. And we feel so behind in a lot of things and in a lot of milestones that a lot of times at the core of it, we don't really even truly desire it. We just feel like it's what is expected of us. And money is no different. It's the same way. And so when it comes to money, there are so many areas that we can feel behind in. And again, a lot of times, not even because it aligns with the life that we want to build, but because we think that it's the expectation that we are expected to fulfill. With money, we can feel behind with saving for retirement. That is a big one. We can feel behind in buying our first home. We can feel behind in making a certain level of income. We can feel behind in launching the business that we've always wanted to launch. And like I said, you guys are reaching out to me so often, giving me all of your stats, right? Telling me all about your financial situation and how old you are, and then asking me, like, so what do you think? Am I ahead? Am I behind? Like, I'm the one that's going to be able to give you the answer to that question and to give you that reassurance that you're on track. But I'm here to tell you that I don't care what numbers you throw at me. 
I don't care if you tell me that you're 55 with a negative net worth and nothing saved for retirement, or if you tell me that you're 22 with a million dollar business. My answer isn't going to change. And my answer to each one of you that reaches out and asks me this is always that you're not behind. So that's what I want to dig into today in this episode on why that is always 100% of the time my answer. And I'm also going to offer you up some more helpful mindsets that you can adopt other than the mindset that I know so many of you feel when it comes to your financial situation, which is that. I'm behind. So the first reason that I will never, ever, ever tell any of you that you're financially behind is because it's just not helpful. Like, it's just not. I mean, I cannot see how that thought or belief produces a shred of a positive result in your life. Because let's just stick that thought in our model, right? The CTFAR, the Circumstances, Thoughts, Feelings, Actions, and Results. The circumstance, which is just the very, very factual part of the situation, the black and white could be something like, this is how much I have saved for retirement. This is how much debt I have. A lot of you guys are comparing. So you'll say like, I have X in my 401k and Sally Sue has Y and Y is more than X. Now I want to be clear that the circumstances are neutral. They have no meaning. They're not good. They're not bad. We get to choose what we're going to make the circumstances of our world mean. You can make the fact that somebody has more save for retirement than you mean whatever you want. You don't have to make that mean that you're behind. But that is the thought that a lot of you are choosing and what you are making a situation like that mean. So the thought, again, even though it seems very factual, but the thought is, oh my gosh, I'm so behind. And when we think about the feeling or the emotion that that thought creates in you, because remember, it's your thoughts that create your emotions, not the facts of the world. But when we think about the emotion that the thought, I'm so behind, is going to create within you, it's probably more than likely, I'm gonna just take an educated guess, make you feel panicked, overwhelmed, self-doubt, inferior, right? It could be any of those depending on you as an individual person. But your feelings are so important because your emotions drive all of the actions that you take. Feelings are the fuel that drive everything you do or everything you don't do. And listen, no productive actions that are going to propel you forward are going to come from the emotions of panic, overwhelm, self-doubt, or inferiority or probably any of the negative emotions that the thought, I'm so behind, creates within you. And in fact, the actions that are going to stem from emotions like that are probably the exact opposite actions that are going to create the result of propelling you forward, which is what you want, right? If you're having the thought, oh my gosh, I'm so behind, then the result that you want is not to quote unquote be behind. You want to propel forward. The actions that those emotions create are inaction, right? Doing nothing, which again, is not creating the result that we want. So this tool that I just ran you through, the model, the CTFAR, it's the tool that I use in my coaching practice. I've used it in past episodes as well. But the purpose of the model is always awareness. Awareness into how your thoughts and beliefs that you experience in the world through the emotions that your thoughts create 
and through the actions that stem from those emotions. And as we can see through working this model, the thought of I'm behind is not helpful. It does not serve us in creating the results that we want. So that is the first reason why you will never, ever, ever hear me say about myself or any one of you that you're behind financially. It's completely and 100% unhelpful. And although you think that it might get your button gear, I find that for most of us, it has the complete opposite effect. So that's the first reason is that it's just not a helpful thought. Secondly, the word behind is so subjective. And I want to also challenge all of us to ask this question, behind according to what or according to whom? Who set these rules that we are all out here (laughs) subjecting ourselves to, right? Like who is the person that is the benchmark, that is the standard, the norm? If she's out there, I'd love to meet her, but I don't think that she is. Because like I said earlier, a lot of times we are comparing our timelines or our progress to the timelines and progress of other people who have completely different backgrounds, histories, experiences than us. And it's absolutely an apples to oranges comparison. So for instance, let's just look at saving for retirement, right? Because again, this is a big area where I know a lot of us can feel really behind. And it certainly happened in this Facebook page. Everyone started commenting their age and how much they had saved. And then half the people in the group started chiming in and just saying like, oh my gosh, I feel terrible now. This has sent me into a panic. I feel so behind. So let's just talk about retirement for a second, right? Because like I said, it's a big area where we can feel quote unquote behind. I want to take two women that have identical timelines, okay? So let's say they each started contributing to a 401k or an IRA, doesn't matter, at 25 years old and now they're each 30. So same timeline. But one has $10,000 in her 401k and one has $20,000. Well, same time frame, like I said, but again, there are so many differences that can contribute to that. First off, the contribution amount could be totally different, right? One could be contributing 5% of her income. One could be contributing 10%. But let's just even take this one step further and say that they're each contributing the same percentage amount. Let's just say they're each doing 5% of their income. So now we have a situation where it's the same amount of time, the same contribution percentage, but you can still have a wildly different result. Why is that? Well, salary is a big one, right? So 5% of a $35,000 annual salary is a lot different than 5% of a $70,000 annual salary. One's going to be more than the other, obviously. And employee match is another one. So nowadays, employee match is something that is great and it can help, but not everyone, A, has an employee match, and B, the variance in employee matches can differ drastically. Like I said, some companies don't offer one at all. Some companies offer one, but it's very small. Some offer employee matches that are very generous. So that can be a big factor. And then the actual investments where the money is invested within the 401k also matters, right? So one could have her money in a target date fund, right, where it's just all stuck in there. The other one could spread it out across a couple different funds that she's just chosen on her own. So I'm walking you through this scenario so that you can see that even in a situation where time and contribution percentage is identical, There are still a ton of factors that can create differences in the total amount that you have saved for retirement 
that are so completely unique to your own situation. So knowing all that, especially when it comes to retirement, okay, let's all just take a deep breath. Let's control what we can control, which is what we're currently saving and contributing today, right now. That was just a little bit of a side note and a side rant about saving for retirement, but I feel like it's important because again, it is one area where I just see so many women getting really worked up into a panic and a frenzy. And I just want to provide that insight just so we can all just take a deep breath. But I want to go back to this notion of being behind, right? So when I think about being behind in things, my mind always goes to babies. I don't know why, but it does. So I'm not a mom. I don't have any children of my own, but a lot of my friends do have babies or young children. And I'm noticing this more and more, but it is fascinating to me how attached we are to timelines and how important it is to all of us that either we or the people in our lives adhere to these very specific timelines. And when it comes to babies, good Lord, there are a lot, there's a lot of timelines. How old your baby is when they start walking, when they start talking, when they start eating solid food, when they stop breastfeeding, when they start sleeping through the night, when their teeth start coming in, when they can recite the ABCs and they start reading and just all the timelines, right? And think about this. Do you even know how old you were when you started talking? What about how old you were when you started walking? Honest to God, I have no clue how old I was when I took my first steps. Seriously, I have, I have no clue. I'm sure if I asked my mom, she would tell me because she would probably remember, but I have no idea how old I was when I first started walking or talking or any of those milestones that I just listed off to you. But honestly, I don't really even care. Why? Because it's not relevant to today. It does not matter. I'm a great walker. I'm a great talker now. I don't look at how good of a walker and a talker that I am today and think like, oh, okay, well, I would have been such a better talker if I just started talking two months earlier than I actually did 30 years ago, right? Like babies start doing all of their milestones at different points and at different ages. But when we fast forward 20 to 30 years and we're adults, like honestly, do we even care? No, we don't. Have you ever been in a job interview? And somebody asked you how old you were when you first started walking and talking? No, I bet you haven't. And if somebody did ask you that in an interview, it would be incredibly jarring and frankly, just weird. Because again, how is that relevant to your potential for today in this present moment? And so I want you to know that regardless of where you are on your financial journey, you are not behind. Behind is subjective. It's relative. There is no magic number, no financial finish line that we are all marching towards. You are in the driver's seat of your life. You are in control of what your financial future is going to look like. And you get to determine that. No one else gets a say in that, including me. So let's all just embrace the fact that there is no behind. We simply just are where we are on each of our own unique paths and journeys. So I want to talk about some things moving forward, all right? The first thing is awareness. Awareness of your present financial situation is one of the most important things. It sounds really simple, but the honest truth is that a lot of people are not aware of their current present financial situation. And I can tell you this, listen, if you're sitting here, if you are listening to this podcast about money, 
And if you can tell me a summary, just a high-level summary of your current financial situation, that is a great first step. And I don't want you to misconstrue my message in this episode and just be like, okay, well, then I just don't need to care or pay attention. I am where I am. It is what it is. Absolutely not. There is a need to have awareness over where you are because this plays into the next point, but you can't make a game plan to get to where you want to be if you don't know where the starting point is. But always shoot to have a level of awareness of what's going on with your finances. And I know the level of detail and how in the weeds you want to be differs from person to person, personality to personality. But I'll tell you what I personally use. So I've talked about YNAB. I stay in tune with my financial situation using YNAB. However, we also use a software called Personal Capital. It's free, not sponsored, just use and personally love. But it's a tool where you can link all of your accounts. So you can link all of your asset accounts, like your bank accounts, your investment accounts, retirement accounts, but you can also link any liabilities that you have. So student loans, credit cards, mortgages, car loans. And what it'll do is it will track the balance of everything over time and calculate your net worth. And your net worth is a great place to start for awareness. And ultimately, we want your net worth to be trending up in a positive direction. So I use YNAB, but we also use personal capital, like I said, because my husband really likes personal capital because he is more of the flying at 30,000 feet in the air type of guy. And so he can just log into personal capital and see exactly what our net worth is see where all of our investment accounts, our retirement accounts, our bank accounts is just all in one place. So if you are looking for just a good place to start, I recommend Personal Capital. I'll put the link in the show notes if you want to check them out. Again, not sponsored by them or anything like that. I just personally use it and like it. I think it's really good. So to gain a level of awareness over where you are financially, that is a great place to start. But keeping your blinders on is key. I want you to get really intimate about your own financial situation. Know exactly where you are, but then stop being concerned about where other people are. Remember, it's apples to oranges. And honestly, A, who cares? And B, it's none of your business because it has nothing to do with you. And it's also not anyone else's business about where you are financially. If you want to share, great, but don't feel like you have to. So the second helpful tip moving forward is just to stay future focused. We talked about this in the last episode about investing in yourself, and I told you the importance of accessing the power and the wisdom of your future self, but this is relevant to this topic as well. I want to remind you that fixating on the past is not helpful. Anything that has happened in the past is a circumstance. It's happened. It's cemented in time. You cannot change it. And one of the biggest sources of our pain and suffering is arguing and fighting against what is and wishing that it was different. I know that so many of you are beating yourselves up so hard for not starting to save for retirement earlier than you did or for debt that you've racked up in the past or for maybe missing out on an investment that would have had a really big payout that you didn't make. But My question to you is why? What is the point in that? Is beating yourself up going to change anything? Is it just going to magically inflate your 401k or wipe out your debt? Some of you act like that's what's going to happen. Some of y'all act like the more 
and the harder that you beat yourself up, there might be this money like do-over God that will just erase your money decisions from the past if you just beat yourself up hard enough. And I'm here to tell you that there's not. I mean, we know that there's not, but that's how some of you act. Never, not once have I gotten the result that I was after from beating myself up. This present moment is all that we have. We have to stop looking at the past and wishing it was different than it was. That you had the knowledge and the wisdom in the past that you have now. That you had the money in the past that you have now. It's totally wasted time and energy. And I want you to know that you can just start today. You can start right this minute if you want to. It doesn't have to be a Monday or a new year, although that's kind of where we are, right? We're close to the new year, but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be a Monday. It doesn't have to be a new year to recreate yourself and to recreate your financial situation. Remember, you are like a GPS. A GPS never asks where you've been. It only cares where you are now and where you want to go. So I want you to know that in every moment, you have the opportunity for a fresh start. Every single day is the perfect opportunity just to take the first step. And one of my favorite things to challenge my clients with in the most loving way is to just say, so what, right? So what? We try to make our past mean so many awful and terrible things about our character and about our potential moving forward. And I always just like to say, so what? Like, honestly, answer that question. So what? So, so what? You haven't saved a penny for retirement. Does that mean that you can't start today and that you can't do the math and still retire a millionaire? So what? You've racked up some credit card debt. Does that mean that you can't make a plan today to get it paid off and from now on moving forward, only put purchases on a credit card that you have the money to pay off? So what? You're not making the level of income that you want to be making. Does that mean that you can't form other income streams or you can't make a career change into a higher compensated field? When you're stuck in the past, When you beat yourself up for your past money choices and decisions that you've made, it is always going to limit you moving forward. So I really want to encourage you again to stay future focused. And if you want more on this, go and listen to the last episode, episode 22 about investing in yourself. I talk about this concept a lot as well. So here's the last point that I just want to make, and then we're going to wrap up this episode. I know that with money, it becomes so easy to get fixated on this concept of being behind because there is a mathematical reality that we live in, right? So yes, I mean, of course, it is mathematically true that with the way that compound interest works, the earlier you can start saving for retirement, the less you are going to have to save out of your own pocket or the sooner and the quicker that you can start paying off your debt the less interest you'll have to pay over time. Trust me, okay? You do not need to tell me the numbers. I am a numbers nerd. I spend more time in the numbers probably than most people. I love the numbers. So I understand that you can't argue against the numbers and I wanna make it clear that I'm not trying to. But the numbers in the past are the numbers in the past. They can't be altered or changed. But what can be changed and what you do have control over is the numbers moving forward. Making a game plan that is based on math to get you from where you are today to where you want to be by a certain time frame, all it is is math, you guys. It's just an equation that you can easily figure out. And everyone's numbers and math is going to look different, and that's okay. It's supposed to. 
You just need to figure out what your numbers are and what your equation is. But remember, the two important inputs are where you are today in the present and focusing on where you want to get in the future. You get to set that finish line, and there's nothing from the past that needs to be included in that equation. So based on where you are today and where you want your finish line to be, you might have to save more out of pocket than other people. Okay, so what? Or you might have to save less. So what? But does it really matter? Because if you make a plan where the numbers add up and the math jives and you end up getting to that finish line that you've set for yourself, that's your version of your wealthy life. Isn't that what matters? Isn't that the most important thing? Other people's finish lines and the paths that they take to get there is irrelevant to you and your path and your finish line. And so I want you to know that. I want you to know that you are never behind. Some of you might be taking some of your first steps right now, but still falling down every two to three steps. Some of you might just be starting to walk without falling over. And some of you might be jogging or running at this point, but that's okay because it's your journey. 20 to 30 years from now, you're not going to be super concerned with what it looked like when you started. You're just going to be really glad that you did. And know that I am always going to be a helpful and encouraging resource for you on that journey, regardless of when it's starting or what it looks like. I will never make you feel ashamed for where you are. I will never tell you that you are behind because I honor your unique financial path and journey, and I hope that you can do the same for yourself. All right, that's all I have for you on this one. For those of you who are celebrating Christmas, Christmas is in a couple days. We are wrapping down 2020, and I just wish you all the merriest Christmas, happy holidays, whatever you celebrate, whatever you believe. I hope the last two weeks of this year can just be a time where you just reflect, recharge, and get ready for 2021. So I hope you all have an amazing week, and I will see you next Tuesday. I love you. Bye. Hey, girl. If you enjoyed this episode, I want to invite you to join me in Overcoming Overspending. It's my signature program where I take you through my three-phase approach to stop impulse shopping and overspending so that you can finally start making substantial progress with your finances. Through the self-paced online program, the student community group, and live weekly coaching with me, you will receive all the encouragement you need to finally achieve lasting change with your money habits that have been sabotaging you for so long. You'll have money back in your pocket. You will leave behind the stress and the worry that you currently experience with money, and your spending will be controlled, purposeful, and actually feel good and be fun. The best part is it's 100% risk-free. You have a lifetime to implement my proven process. And after doing that, if you don't make your investment back, I will give you a full refund. Your results are guaranteed or the program is on me. Just head over to overcomingoverspending.com to get started. I can't wait to have you as a student within the program.